All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boos. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? How was your weekend? I'm good. My weekend was filled with um, brunch. I'm good. I'm good without you. Remember that song? All the girlies is. is that huh? You're making it your own. Oh, I'm thinking all the girlies, all the fellas is looking at us. The Me- DJ keeps on spinning it up. It's like that y'all. That y'all. That y'all. That y'all. That, 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 that I'm good. It's I don't think mine. that's it. Okay, Brittany, hold up. <laughs> Is maybe it is. I don't know. No, I don't know if that's no. What I'm good. I'm. I gotta think about it. What you were singing is Mariah Carey, dog. But show. So it's different. It's hitting different. 
So my um, weekend was full of brunch and things. On Saturday, went to brunch with Kayla and Sean mm-hmm. to a beautiful restaurant called Margot in Culver City. Margot. Yeah, I must attend. Super vibey. It's so cute. You know, I love cute places. Mm-hmm. Really cute food was good. Drinks were good. Vibe mood. It's you know where it's at. Where? You know that um sweet green that we go to in Culver City. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's a rooftop. Near there. It's a. It's in that same plaza. I love a but rooftop. But it's a rooftop situation. I love a rooftop. Went there. Me and Kayla went to the Beverly Center after, and it was like the damn BT Hip Hop Awards. It was reeking of PPP. <laughs> it smelled like weed in that bitch people were dressed like they were going to the club like i'm talking full club dresses heels stilettos pumps and dumb all full beats like it didn't look like people were coming for a little shopping like it was a real situation i rarely ever go to the beverly center but i'm like this what the fuck is going on here the mall used to be a big vibe though like yeah. getting dressed on the weekends but we weren't getting dressed like that but no, i guess no, times no. have changed times have changed and you know Trends. as you get older you just go to the mall to get what you need and be about that bitch Period. you don't be just walking around no more i would spend all day in the mall as a young tyke chloe passed gas not me you smell that <laughs> the disclaimer i ain't the stanky booty yeah um Ooh, chloe. No, it was really a thing <laughs> it was really a thing i'm talking like music blasting in the parking structure pulling in like the valet like, i'm it's like a valet. Where we at? is there a club here is there a day party mm-hmm. okay. yeah and then sunday went to alicia's house for another girl's ladies brunch yeah one thing about alicia she she's knows how to host. host right she's the gonna food host. she made this beautiful arugula Oh. Um, cilantro salad paired with fingerling potatoes a cinnamon cornbread what um that girl, girl she made this stuff she made all this a turkey sausage bacon wow germany sounds phenomenal paired with mimosas and then cocktails i'm like i can stay here all day oh, sounds beautiful so that was my weekend how was your weekend filled with work white mm. man work so mm. i mean mm. it was quiet and that's the way i like it if i gotta be at work don't call me period every time that phone rings i'm like did they forget why i'm here <laughs> god just to get paid my presence that's it right your presence Lord. <laughs> i'm like <laughs> no you did not <laughs> listen let me tell you something i had to tap in with my gospel my praise and worship playlist today i said lord i need to, to yes get you on your- i said lord i haven't given you your uh-huh your flowers your flowers yeah. i said now you are the one who's kept my family safe yeah during the fucking pandemic who's okay. continued to bless who keeps money in my pocket mm-hmm. who continues to open doors when i think they've been shut lord here are your flowers your presses lord <laughs> period okay holy spirit you are welcome here so i had to ride around and get it today to that i'm like yeah. you know you are good 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 it was that well, and it was um you know your great yeah king jesus it was all that today so (laughs) here i am filled with the spirit okay and ready for a new week so yeah it was pretty a pretty terrible this week i'll be going out of town though Mm -hmm. um doing a call making up getting back what the devil stole yeah 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 so it'll be good um but yeah i'm happy to be here that's good Mm mm-hmm so, um, what we will be happy to see are the ratings and the reviews. I don't know how we're getting to 2,000 if y'all ain't doing what needs to be done. We're at 1,666. 
Y'all, you might seem like we have a long time so before the end of the year. 334. But it's going to come fast. It's going to come fast. We have about the 2021 is almost done. It's done. Okay. 2021 so is shit. almost done. So if you love the show, if you like what you hear and you really fuck with us, like y'all be saying, y'all fuck with us. Take a couple of seconds out of your day. Go into Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, and most importantly, leave a review. Thank you. And if you're you. new here and you don't fuck with us, then just press stop and keep going. Yeah. That's it. If we you don't, don't fuck with us, we nothing. don't fuck with you, and we don't need you to say a goddamn thing. <laughs> just hit the road, just Jack. Just go. That's it. Period. So let's read um, our review of the week. Mm-hmm. This one comes from the Edgeless Horseman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, she says it's up and it's stuck. That's what we like. I am so glad my sister and Soror told me about this podcast. These women are as smart as they are hilarious. I love how natural they are because their authentic selves really make the show. Their commitment to mental health and self growth is an essential need for millennials today. Thank you both for being amazing at being yourselves. You are truly an inspiration. It's up and it's stuck. Yeah, that's what it is. So keep on leaving y'all reviews. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we have Patreon. We do have Patreon, and that's our exclusive membership community where we're giving bonus goodies. The episode, the bonus episode for our besties this month will be post-traumatic growth. So that'll be out this week. If you're interested in that, make sure you follow us over there. We also have uh, a mid-month check-in that we do. We have affirmations, a playlist, just tons of things. So if you really like it here, you'll love it there. You really would love it. So let's shout out shout out our patrons for the week. We have Lauren who upgraded to being a bestie. Hey Lauren, welcome. We have Chanel. Hey Chanel. Sydney. Hey Sydney. Brianna. Hey Brianna. And that's it. And that's it. That's not it. We actually have Nia too. Hey Nia. Hey, welcome. Nia. She almost forgot you, girl. Yeah, sorry about Thank that. Thank y'all for being patrons. We Thank really y'all appreciate so it. So much. We really appreciate it. Patrons are the heartbeat of the show, so y'all keep us alive. And thriving. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Should we talk about anyway, we, we can right. get into that. So new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. Yeah. So this is our segment where we talk about things happening in pop culture or things happening with us in our lives Mm -hmm. so what's going on oh um you're asking me what's going on the only tea that i really seen um was portia from the real housewives of atlanta dating simon (laughs) godbaga which is her um I don't know. What do they call them? Castmates? Her castmate, yeah. Ex-husband. What's the castmate's name? Fallon or? Fallon, yeah. Um, And that is downright dirty. I didn't watch the season, but that little tea makes me want to go back and check it out. Same. And I'm like, um, it's sounding like a break in girl code. Sounds like it to me. It's a girl code violation. And then Portia said that her and Fallon were not friends. But, but I've feel, seen clips of her being at her house. So. And I feel like people um, flip and tumble the definition of a friend to to their yeah. advantage. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. now y'all not friends, but you were friends enough to be at her house in her pool around her husband, right. who is now your husband. So, bitch, that's enough of a friend to get your head knocked off. Yeah, it wouldn't be a vibe the for me. The fuck going on? But honestly, Fallon has been very... Um, graceful she's, she's taking graceful. the omarion unbothered approach she she's is. just like no tea for me uh and portia you knows she's dead ass wrong and that man has been caught up and another woman has said that 
she was his she was boo-boo. involved but simon said that's the husband he's the ex-husband he said um he needs to see receipts bitch the receipt was talking. a photo being posted on march 8th or may 8th and your whip fuck. with your hoodie on period, her lap period so right. It's very sick. It's very sick. But I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to go back and watch. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go back and too. watch. I said, Let me shut up. I might not even finish it. This season, I'm going to watch. Next well, season, season, though? That's probably where the tea going to be. I'll watch both. Okay? Yeah. Both with an F. One thing about this girl, she going to binge. I will. I will. One thing so, about that. I'll let y'all know my thoughts once I get the full tea. But as of right now, I'm standing firm in she's fucking wrong. She's fucking wrong. So that's that. What else is tea is that we got our new office space. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, we got our new office space, which was definitely a highlight of the week. The week. I think that's I know it's a highlight of our journey in general, a major milestone. Mm -hmm. So we're super excited about that, decorating it, getting it all together. And we will for sure share more about the journey and how that came to be over on Patreon on the check in this month, because. Mm -hmm. There, it hasn't been a, been a crystal stair. It's been a wooden a wooden staircase. <laughs> the staircase has actually been wooden. It's it hasn't been, steel. been a crystal stair. So yeah, I'm yeah. excited to talk more about that and just the feelings around it and yeah how it came to be. So if you want to hear about that, join us over on Patreon. The information is down in the show notes. For sure. So yeah. last is that week, all so. the tea? I think that's all the tea. That's all the tea. It's been slow motion. So last no week's juvenile. Now. No. <laughs> So last week's episode um, was episode 190. We're still in the midst of our moms making it happen um, series. And we chatted with a can of mom, Shanitria of the Blunt Blowing Mama podcast. And Shanitria basically came on the show and taught us about the ways to partake in marijuana safely, how she responsibly juggles motherhood um, and marijuana and and her personal life, right? Yeah. Um, and it was a really enlightening conversation. If you are a can of mom or know a can of mom or uh, shit, just interested in marijuana intake, then tap in with the episode. Let us know what you think. Yes, 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 yes. So this week we are wrapping up our Moms Making It Happen series. It's been fun. It's been fun. But it's time to move on. So we are finishing it up with a group a pair of our favorite moms you've heard them here before but today we talk about something completely different completely fun so tap in here we are between the winter weather and the stress of quarantine my skin is in desperate need of some tlc to get ready for the summer i discovered osea at the perfect time my skin is so healthy and smooth now adding the undaria algae body oil to my routine has been a game changer it's made with clean ingredients and packaged sustainably. Y'all know it's all about the packaging for me. Osea is good for your skin and the planet. They use plant-derived ingredients, they're vegan, and most importantly, they're female-founded and operated. Tap in, y'all. Let Osea get you right. You can try Osea risk-free for 30 days and get free shipping on orders over $50. You'll also get free samples. Get 10% off your first order with promo code BGB at Osea Malibu. Dot com. That's 10% off with code BGB at Osea Malibu, O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U dot com. Okay, am I bringing it in? Bring it in like you always do. One day you're going to bring it in. I'll never do that. Okay, y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. So we are here with 
some of our favorite moms. Mm-hmm. Erica and me love good moms, bad choices. You guys are probably familiar with them because we've chatted with them before. And even if you didn't hear our episode with them, they're some big time bitches. So yeah. I'm sure you've probably heard them some other way. But let me just give you a brief intro of who they are. So there are two moms who made a podcast for parents and women who may feel alone in their good and bad choices, which I love because I imagine me as a mom still wanting to live my fucking life. I think so. I think you'd be that kind of mom. <laughs> That's the kind of mom I want to be like for years. And um, I'm still trying to figure out what motherhood would look like for me. But I'm like, you don't mother- even got to think about it. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. But <laughs> sometimes motherhood looks stifling if I'm keeping it too verbal. Oh, yeah. It looks stifling. So I love to see Erica and Mila doing their mommy thing because it shows a different perspective and alternative way that motherhood can look. Yeah, I agree. So welcome to the show, ladies. Again. How are you guys? Welcome to the show again. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. That was a hell of an introduction. I appreciate that. Mila was sitting back like, yes, give us our flowers. <laughs> Mila was like, mm-hmm. Was yes, like, I am. Yep. Yes, I am that mom. Yes, I am. Famous. You are. You guys are. You're doing your thing. You guys are doing your thing. We're very proud of you too. We love to see people who've been podcasting for a while who've like carved out a lane for themselves. And we can see your community grow because we're part of it. So it's just like so refreshing and and you know, just such a light. We love to see it. And encouraging. And encouraging, yes. Yeah. So tell our listeners um a little bit about yourselves, how you guys came to be for those who are new here. Um, I'm Erica. I'm Mila for, for voice distinguishing purposes. Yes. Um, we are obviously both moms. Like my daughter is six and Mila's daughter is six. So our kids are best friends. Um, and because they have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> they actually do love each other. Um, so me and Mila actually met, uh, through a mutual friend. So I had just had my daughter and I was, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was going through postpartum depression. I was the first of all my friends to have a child, so I was like the guinea pig. I really just didn't know what the fuck I was doing at all, and I was really lonely. And um, one day I was on Instagram, and my friend Nisha, shout out to Nisha, hey, Mama Soul Bakes, um, love Nisha. Nisha's cakes. They're yeah, fucking shit. Best yeah, they're good. In L- best cakes in LA. They are. Um, she posted. Like a picture of Jamila, and I was like, "Bitch, where the fuck is your? This she has a baby. What? You're like, no, I'm lonely. Where the right. fuck is this friend?" And she was like, "Oh, actually, we're gonna go out tonight. You should come. You know, meet up, meet up with her, so we can meet meet up with us, so you can meet her." Um, and so, girl, I d- must have called my mom at that moment. Like, I need you to take Irie. I'll be back in like two hours. And you know, moms at that time are like, "You're you just had a baby. You're going out, right?" Yes, yeah, I am. I am. Um, and so I dropped my daughter off. Went to the club and cornered me in a dark. Literally, like, was like the only reason I was there was to find her. I was like, "Where the fuck is this little tiny person?" <laughs> looks like I, that was another thing I noticed because, like, she I saw your pregnancy photos and she just literally was just all tummy. And Aww. then, like, the next photo was her not pregnant and she had like a six pack again. Yeah, like, this is the little Jada Pinkett. <laughs> I was like, "Bitch." Oh, um, the way oh how Instagram works. I was like, "Oh wow, okay." Um, <laughs> I knew she was little. I knew I had to look for a little person. A little <laughs> petite person. Um, I think I found her in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I've never had anyone um, approach me so hardcore to be my friend in the club. I'm usually that person. And she was like, hi. So I appeared in the light. <laughs> I was like, 
was like, what the fuck? She's like, you have a baby. You have a baby, right? Yeah, I do. I was like, whoa. I was like, yes, yes, I do. Is this, are you the police? Who are you? Right. <laughs> Child Protective <laughs> Services? What are you doing right. here? Right? She was like, I'm Erica. I'm Nisha's friend. Take my number. Where do you live? We should get a play date. Keep in mind, the kids are like six months. So like, okay. <laughs> play date. Yeah. Um, but at the time, also, I was the first person in my friend group to have kids. And I was probably deeply in postpartum depression, not realizing that I was. She approached me. She was very, very, very adamant about getting the girls together the following, following week. And um, apparently so was I. Because the following week, that was the club on Saturday, about Monday, <laughs> Tuesday. Okay, I was at the house with the babies, barely head sitting up. We're like, this is a play date. Hold right? that neck. Are you having fun? They're like looking at us. And it was mostly, it was desperately a play date for us. Aww. And, you know, we, needed, we needed an outlet, but still very surface. We didn't know each other from a can of paint. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not normal to go on a first date and tell all your business so it's just kind of like yeah yeah i think like i like was like do we smoke weed she was like yeah i was like oh my god um so then we like we hung out a few times um as uh, like doing the mommy date thing and then i think we went we went out one time and then like we were like okay we can have fun together and then i remember i went to her daughter's birthday and i was at that point i just started dating because i had been um when we met i was still in a relationship but then so like our friendship or our mommy dates progressed i wouldn't i won't even call it really friendship but mommy dates progressed and then I, at one point me and my baby daddy broke up and then i went to her daughter's birthday and i was telling her that i had joined tinder and then i started dating a married couple mm. and i had already broke up with my baby daddy at this point too and so when i told her that she was like bitch what that, yes you you, you you're more my cup of tea than not. She yeah. Was that I was that I was you know doing that, and so I, during that time too, I started listening to podcasts. I got really into like murder mystery podcasts, and just started searching like for podcasts about parenthood, and they were all so fucking white, mm-hmm. yeah, and so married. married. And I was like, I can't relate to any of this. And I, honestly, like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, I had you know I had been acting on and off my whole life, but being pregnant and I felt just unattractive. I was like, well, that's over. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I asked her, I was like, do you want to start a podcast? And she was like, what's a podcast? <laughs> like, yeah, okay. I was just happy that somebody wanted to do something. With yeah. Oh. And, I, and I asked her, I said, okay, but are, are you going to tell this story about your couple? Like what kind mm. of podcast? Because I only have two settings on or off. Period. Okay. Well, well, I guess I'll talk about it. And then that was the birth of, good mom's bad choices we scheduled a photo shoot and then we just pushed record one day and we're like let's see what happens you guys were ahead of a game with the photo shoot yeah <laughs> well you know yeah where's a photo shooting some photos and both photos. <laughs> so that was like the first thing we did must have photo shoot we didn't even like we barely had a microphone <laughs> <laughs> i so, love yeah, that people really got to know each other on the podcast so people like people that have been listening to the podcast from the beginning have watched our friendship kind of blossom and the first time I'm hearing stories about her is the first time, you know, our audience is hearing stories. So mm-hmm. it's been a um, very amazing journey. And now we're, we're married. We're married. And yeah. We literally just like only hang out with each other anyway. <laughs> and we can like co-parent. It's like, she's my baby daddy. It's just basically. I love that. Marriage. You know what you guys um do really well on Good Moms, Bad Choices or with the podcast? The vulnerability is top notch. Yeah. Like just going to say the vulnerability and the way you share your stories. And it's very like, um, it's brave. Don't give a fuck. 
is yeah. admirable yeah. because we struggle with that a lot. We struggle with vulnerability and sharing and and just being so transparent the way that you all are. Um, so to see you do it, it's like, okay, maybe we can do it. Maybe we can share a little bit more yeah. of our business. How the fuck do you come on every week and share such personal stories without what I would, what for me personally, I would feel like, am I going to be judged? Are people going to be like thinking like, you know, we have no control over who listens to this podcast. Like there's 60, 70,000 people who are downloading this show every week. Right. You, every month. I please. mean, every month. And I, hold on. Once it's every week, yes. nigga, I'm out of my white <laughs> man. Gig. It. It. Every week. 70,000. Talk about it. Talk about it. Every month though. Right. Yeah. Like we have 70,000 people who are listening every month. How do you show up and just say, fuck it. We're just telling the business and we don't give a fuck. What it like, what the fuck? Yeah, how? You know what I, you know, I think honestly what it is at this point, and it, 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 it almost came upon on accident. I think we literally, honestly, we did the fucking photo shoot, and then <laughs> we sat down, and we were like, well, let's, let's just record like a sample. Like, let's see, what, what did we even do? Mm -hmm. And when we started to talk, it was like we were having a conversation, and then we decided to keep it because we knew nobody was listening. Yeah. Nobody's listening. Like, who's going to listen to our podcast? In the I beginning. Keep it and put it out. And then I think that was the dynamic after then. It, like we were having a conversation and then and then it started to grow. And I think like three months in, we had the thick on and we hit like 10,000. And I was like, oh, shit. People listening to this? Yeah. yeah. And, like, and, then, and then I was like, oh, God. Like, but, but at that point, we were getting other women and other moms who were like, I'm so fucking happy that you guys are talking about smoking weed. I'm so happy you're saying like you're, you're fucking outside of your baby daddies. Yeah. Days. You're normalizing it. And so it, it kind of, it really gave us the bravery to like, to understand fully that the vulnerability was what we, moms needed. There's a lot of bitches on the internet talking about how great motherhood is, but like, it, it's not great all the time. You it's know? not. And like, here I am talking about, it's not like, yeah. I'm a mom. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not, no, it's scary. You know, a part for me, though, like I think Jamila's really given me a lot of bravery when it comes to honesty. I think I, I and I'm still I'm still like getting more and more honest. She's a lot more vulnerable on the show than I am. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today, and it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. 
Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing that helped me with this. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words thin phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent, giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure And for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning listen factor meals is here to save the day i mean imagine this delicious chef crafted meals delivered right to your door 
ready to heat and eat in just two minutes? Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more chopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And... You can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right. You heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. I think like I save a lot of my vulnerability for close friends on Instagram. Patreon. Or, Or for Patreon. I just, I still get a little nervous. I think also because I have a corporate job, like even though I, I am a creative, like my job is, you know, my mom for a long time was not the biggest fan of my podcast. Cause she was like, how is you oversharing going to affect our business? Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, this is a corporate business. So that kind of held me back for a while. But I think like Jamila said, like the response that we get from people just by sharing things is like, it's, it's so outweighs whatever the alternative is to whatever if it's bad, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the response is that in, in, in some ways, in so many ways, the podcast, and I'm sure you guys can attest to this has healed me Yeah, and just being able to be honest and say things, um, with, and talk to my best friend every day and kind of forget that, yeah, we're posting this to, you know, 70,000 people. Like I kind of forget. I, I still forget. I yeah, never I do. <laughs> I'd be like, it'd be at the forefront of my mind. I'm like, hell no. Hold on, bitch. You'd be like, after, it's always after I said some shit. Like I said some shit on this week's episode, and I literally had a like a some a memory. It just jogged my memory like this week, and I was like, oh. God. Also, also YOLO. Like it's done. And and my biggest lesson in, in being vulnerable is like, we'll say all the time, I'm not perfect. I'm not doing this perfectly. There are lessons to be learned. I'm growing. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of shit that hunts me when I get famous. And I'm like, well, never said I was perfect. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's just where I was then and that's where I'm at now. And I learned from it. And like that's the premise of our entire podcast. It's like we are good moms. We make some bad choices. Sometimes they're bad, but most of the time all decisions are good because you grow from them, you have a good time, and you'll and you live. Yeah. Period. Live to see another day. Period. Yeah. Period. I mean, even having this conversation with you all is encouraging me and inspiring me to be like, okay, we can come here and be a little bit more transparent or be a little bit more what open. Is, what, what is your what is your fear? Is it is it work based or is it just? Personal? Let me tell you my fear. My fear is that I feel like I feel like you become an open book and like people can use like the information to 
get like a one up. No, not a one up, but like a a quick summary of who you are. Like all of like you just met me, right? And you can find out I have a podcast. And you can go onto the podcast and find out all what of I my like. weaknesses, yeah. all, how I'm broken, what I've been going through. Shit, how I feel about you? Because right. I'm on here talking about what you did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel kind of cracked open and i'm usually feel like i have more control i think that's what it is i feel the like the lack of control yeah the lack of control i feel like pe- but the truth is you, you can't you can't control anyone's opinion you know what shit anyway that's, you can't those are valid feelings and honestly to be honest it, it happens like people will do that you know? yeah and it's happened to me actually like i've talked about it on the podcast we had i had a situation <laughs> where uh, someone reached out to me and kind of like listened to my whole podcast started speaking my language he was a single dad yeah attractive basically like hunted me mm-hmm. yeah only for me to find out that he was married oh that's i remember nigga. this story that sick nigga remember right. this story been, yeah that, it, if you guys want to check it out it's called i'm dating a married man <laughs> <laughs> it's a great episode a little um, plugiana is yeah, a little plugging on it. Um, it is a, it's funny to think back on it now, but it was a little bit traumatizing, and it still has kind of left me traumatized. I have, I already have like trust issues anyway, but like when I, I know it's true. Like I know that it's very easy to access a lot of details about my life and the way that I think in a in a summary form. But for me, it's like, well, that part of it was like that's on me. I didn't do enough research. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't ask enough questions because the return on me sharing is so much more higher and important than like, you know, my feelings being hurt or whatever. Yeah. Like, that I don't know. Like I want to, I think that you'll find so much freedom in um, letting go, letting go. Yeah. And that's what it is for me. That's what it is for me. I, I told Brittany this a couple um, last week actually. And I was in fucking tears about it. And I was like, I've never been, well, I, I was like, I've always been afraid to just fly, you know, like, <laughs> mushrooms no this time we weren't i actually wasn't (laughs) yeah i but i had just come to the realization like yo i've never just let myself do a thing right i'm always so scared about what's gonna happen i'm so connected to routine i'm very connected to security like my white man gig and i'm so i love things that are sure so i it's hard for me to bet on myself and 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 in the like cliche sense fly right just let go and just do it whatever it is if it's the podcast if it's starting a business telling my business I've never been super comfortable with just being like fuck it this is me right showcasing myself and and this whole conversation stemmed from the fact that like I'm really shaded on Instagram right I don't really I don't really post too much y'all I posted the first time for the first time in over a year yeah. to my feet and she was shaking and I was shaking and stirred baby yeah. shaking like a stripper Why? what happened over there I just never post I have this thing about people really knowing me it's yeah. very strange it's very strange and I posted it and I was like oh my god it's up and da, 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 da. you know and I was like Brittany like it but it has roots you know what I mean and the roots are that I don't really feel comfortable betting on myself I don't feel comfortable really like letting go and flying so a lot of that 
a lot of that keeps me from being too open or being too transparent. But I do want to share m more. And we had this conversation as well, that it has to be about community first, right? Everything that we do has to be about progressing the collective first or forward. And then we have to think about ourselves on the back end. So, you know, just what you guys do is very inspiring for people like me who are in a shell yeah. and afraid to let people see who I am Yeah, all the time. Yes. Well, you know what? You have to you have to stop using that language though, because you're you, you're constantly like affirming who you are mm -hmm. by doing that, like saying <laughs> like saying that I'm in a shell and I'm I don't bet on myself. Like you do bet on yourself every week. You put out a podcast. You're putting out a shit, production. A production. Your yeah. shit is always. I'm like, how their fuck? shit is so beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank I you. I feel like ours is like a mix mosh. I'm like, how the fuck is it? How? No. The template. No. <laughs> ours is a scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It, it works. Everybody's doing something that works. You know, you, you guys show up for yourself every day. I yeah. do. I do. I do. I just have to get more comfortable with like showcasing and sharing because I know that that's an area of opportunity for me. So yeah. I'm working on We're it. We're working on it together. Mm -hmm. So and also, and also, don't, think, don't get it twisted. Like we do give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. You know, we be giving a fuck. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. But I be giving it. I was telling her I, I fear, am yeah. a rebel with anxiety. Okay? <laughs> like I be having so much anxiety when I make the decision that I know nobody wanted me to make or that like was just like all gut, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And it is practice. You have to practice giving less fucks. Yeah. You do. You have to flex the muscle. It's gonna it feels uncomfortable and you gotta just be like, fuck it, breathe through it. And I still every give time. a fuck in a lot of ways that I don't. <laughs> I need to work on not giving a fuck. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing this month. This month, I'll be releasing more and not giving a fuck. That's what we have to do. Well, in January. I'm not doing it in May. January. Girl, June, 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 in June, in June. <laughs> like, we, yeah, wait six months. Like, we way past. We way past. I'm going to come with it in a couple weeks. Yes. I'm like a fresh start type of bitch. So, I'll start on June 1st. I ain't, I give a sicko. couple fucks where, sicko, sicko. you know. Yeah. June 1st, we're telling our business. Tune in. Yes. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'll be doing. So, like, how do you I'll guys? Yeah. Yes. How do you guys manage being mothers of six-year-olds and your entrepreneurial pursuits, and also like your corporate job? How do you do it all? Because podcasting is very tedious, very time-consuming. Yeah. How the fuck do you do it? Because I don't know how I do it. I be looking at myself sometimes in the morning, like, bitch. As soon as my eyes open, it's I'm on my phone. I got to post this. I got to edit this. Yeah. What are we posting on Instagram today? Like, God damn. It's how do lot. you do it and be a parent? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, somebody come check on us. Yeah. <laughs> um, check on moms. Yeah. yeah. Um, check on working moms. No, for real. Because it's there's no perfect balance. I guess that's the answer is that sometimes I'm okay. And then sometimes I feel like I'm doing a terrible job. You know, it's like. There's no perfect balance when you are, you know, first of all, I really feel like I'm living in my purpose and I'm like, I can't stop thinking about what I have to do. I'm so excited about it. Mm -hmm. And, and like, obviously, like, I'm also very excited about being a mom, but like, I know that like, it took me so long to get to this point in my life where I feel like I found my purpose and I'm truly happy in what I'm doing and that. And having a child sometimes will make you feel guilty for doing those things, right? And it's like this guilt of like, okay, well, I'm taking too much time away from her, but also she's seeing me work and, and she needs to see that too. Mm -hmm. That, I don't know, I just, I, I, try, I try to really dwell on the fact or focus on the fact that I know that 
you know, I, I'm there for my daughter. I, I show up for her. And I'm not always there physically, but she knows where I'm at, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I think what I'm trying to do more now, so because I've, we've talked about this, I've talked about this with my close friends that I cry and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, you know, I felt really, I've been feeling really imbalanced. And she told me, like, she told me, like, she checked me. Damn. And I was like, oh, shit. And she checks me all the time. Like, she'll be like, Dom, get off your phone. You're always Ooh. on your phone. And I'm like, the read. First time she said that's me, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I'm working. Yeah, I'm working. Like, exactly. This is why you go to private school. You know? Right. Like, but I, I, um, I guess, uh, trying to involve her more like like in, in what I'm doing like making her feel um, like she's part of it actually I was telling actually by the way we didn't talk about that actually the kids need to design a hat together okay. Aww. that would be very cute I just wanted to say that before I forgot she's yeah. been saying that she, I mean yeah they they feel included but yeah she's been saying but yeah like I, like even just like wanting to I, I realized like she's at the age now where I can incorporate her I can incorporate her in my business in ways and things like that mm-hmm. um, these are things I've yet to apply because I've just come to this realization um, but that's motherhood like I'm a new mom I'm not like a seasoned mother I'm yeah. Yeah. figuring this shit out I've been doing it for six years and, but, and my community though are filled with seasoned mothers yeah. mm-hmm. are filled with moms that are like way past what I where I'm at so I'm just so grateful that like we have that space where like women are reaching out to me when I'm crying and my close friends and they're like, listen, this is what you need to do. And I'm like, you're right. Oh, <laughs> oh. So, I am doing a good job. So right? to answer your question, I don't know if there's a perfect balance. There's things like there's tips like involving your kids and your things like obviously like taking a few hours, like an hour out of your day or 20 minutes, even 20 minutes to focus with your have a moment with your child do I do that all the time no no because I'm not perfectly balanced and like I'm just gonna keep it 100 you know? yeah mm-hmm. but um I just try my best try your best yeah yeah it's, it's not easy it's not an easy job like kids are small humans that don't get social cues and like it's awkward and they need you a lot <laughs> like it's it's a, it, it's it's a, like you're really domesticating a human it's, yeah. yeah but i feel like it's a tightrope you know it's like sometimes you're good at it and sometimes you, you you don't do well and you and then you it's like you have to check yourself you're not doing well and you come back you know it's a constant balance and you have you have to grow in it and and we apologize to our kids you yeah. know i'm sorry i'm fucking up and i'm sorry we're working so much you know so we try, we try to let them know like we're not perfect and we're trying to figure it out which i think will help with the trauma yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, we talked what, about this. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about this when you were six. Don't yeah. blame me for that. We said I told you I didn't know have all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are some things you wish you would have known before becoming a mom? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. But what do you feel like somebody would have just been like real raw with you and been like, "This is what you are gonna experience, bitch." Well, there's a few things we're talking about, like that birth. Oh, shit. Peeing, peeing on myself for Ooh, like two weeks after a C-section. No uh, everyone failed to tell me that small fact. That tidbit. <laughs> the incontinence. There's a little information about like what, what Little ha- tiny things what that happens. no one tells you. And then you're like, what the fuck? And everyone's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they didn't- At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yeah. What happens to your body right after birth? You only talk about the birth and then like the raising of the baby. Nothing about like about... how fucked up you are in between there and like you're just like a shell of who you were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the part I'm the most afraid of. Because you're just birthed a human and there's no fucking instructions. And yeah. you have to worry if they're breathing. Well, you went through something so crazy and amazing and also traumatic and then no one cares about you anymore. No yeah. Just like, the baby. Yeah. Um, so there's that part. <laughs> um, I swear we love children. Uh, and then um, I would say, I guess just for me, like, how fast time goes mm. like people tell you but until you are in it you don't it's not something you can even understand you know it's just like I'm looking at my daughter and I'm like what the fuck? I was telling my friend today I was like I thought I was gonna be a first grader I'm a fucking first your friend grader. she told me she's like you know I she kept saying I just graduated from kindergarten and I'm like ah. she's like Irie's gonna be in first grade and then like five minutes later I delayed as hell I was like Luna's gonna be in first grade. Exactly. She's like, bitch, they're the same age. I'm like, the whole time I'm like, just literally thinking about her and her like kids. not acknowledging. I'm yeah. not acknowledging that this is also happening in my household, right under my nose. <laughs> I'm like, mm, yeah. Crazy, right? I'm like, fuck. I'm gonna have a first grader. That's crazy. I'm like yeah. a real mom. Yeah. I had a parent-teacher conference call today. See. Damn. See. Yeah. On, yeah. Brittany and I have already made a pregnancy pack. We're like, please, Lord, let it happen at the same time. We need time. two six-year-olds at the same goddamn time. You guys are really <laughs> blessed and lucky yes. to have two at the same age. Yes. Because I don't want to have to hunt nobody fine. down in the club <laughs> who just had a baby. Like, wait, you Brittany, just had... Wait, Brittany, do you have a, are you dating right now? Yeah, I'm dating. Are you a... You have a man, like a, a consistent one... I have a consistent person. man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But no babies. No, no, no baby. Okay, well, you're waiting. You might no, get that pregnancy time. pack. How old are you guys? It's time. Take I know time. your periods already aligned. I know you obviously. They're definitely aligned. They are aligned. We're both 32. We're turning yeah. 33 this year. Yeah. Okay, well, it's time. We're turning 33 this year, but. <laughs> I'm saying like two years. Two years. We'll be good. Two, three years. Yeah. Three. Also, I don't know why like young people, because I thought this like. Oh, you guys, hold on. Guys, chill, chill out. Okay. Am I still talking about this okay. I can't really hear it because I'm wearing headphones. Okay. Right there. I'm still streaming. You guys, why are you yelling? You're looking. You're right in front of her. Moms, moms uncentered. Yes. They're so cute too. They have like little Afro pups. Oh, they are adorable. Go for it, Mila. So, what were you saying? You feel like young people. <laughs> oh, I think I, I think there's so much pressure. We are young people. No, I yeah. know. We are like, young people. We I'm are. just saying, like, okay, for instance, my homegirls who are my age and don't have kids yet are, like, stressed about it. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, I ain't stressed. When I go to, when I, yeah, when I take women <laughs> to school and, like, all the white moms are significantly older than me. And it's not, I can tell for sure. And, um. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they think like I'm a teenager, but <laughs> the 
say probably. The teen mom. mom. I'm like wearing my booty shorts, no no bras, my hat that says moms love flowers. Yes. Um, But I realized like white parents plan. They plan and then they're chilling. Like they're rich by the time they have six-year-olds. They're chilling. They have a nanny. Like that's that's how you're supposed to do it. I don't know how we got fucked up. I was like 26. Like I'm a grown woman. Yeah. I wasn't. I'm I'm still a teenager. Yes. So I'm like. If you could wait, it's like there's no time frame about having a child. And guess what? No matter what age you do it, you're still not going to know what the fuck you're doing. There's no instructions either way. So take your time. Yeah. I think it's just the fact that, bitch, these eggs are about to be scrambled. We can can say we can hold off and all of that, but... Everybody is stressing about it. a spade is a Literally, spade. It's a marketing ploy. It is a marketing. They want to. They want you to buy space it's, in their freezer. It is a fact that our eggs are decreasing. Okay, but you're 32. You're gonna be okay unless yeah. you, there's something you know that I don't know. Which I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But I just don't want to be that old ass mom like 40. I don't want to be 50 and my kid is 10. That's sickening. All, all the moms at school are about that age anyway. Oh, it just makes me want to fall on a sword. I just want to look. I'm not really pressed to have kids. Like I would like to, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I'll have a kid. Cause before I was like, fuck them kids all the way. Yeah. Oh, you in love. That's why. No, no, no. It came. I ain't in love, but, (laughs) but I'm just like, oh, it wouldn't be that bad to have a kid. And I definitely, definitely, if I had a partner who wanted to have kids, I'm like, okay, you can pop, but I can pop out one max two, but I just feel like I still am not ready to have kids right now. Like, not this very minute, but don't. maybe like three years. Don't. Yeah, I'll be ready at year three. Year yeah. three. Germany will have a kid today. Don't let her tell you nothing. Germany. Also, not having kids is fine too. Also, you know what I mean? Like, I agree. You have you'll have a lot more freedom. To be honest, I'm just keeping it real, and because freedom, freedom is like you know. It depends who you're asking what freedom is, right? Yeah. Like, for people that shouldn't have, because there's people that have kids that just shouldn't have kids. You know, like there's there's that, and then there's people that like us who have kids, but you know, we still prioritize ourselves because we can't be good moms unless we take care of ourselves. The mama gotta have a life too. Is there to, is there so much guilt? Do I not feel? Of course, I feel guilt all the time. I always like having to walk myself through the guilt and talk myself out of it and call her and be like, "You're right." I'm terrible. <laughs> Like, uh, um, but I don't know. I just feel like society pressures women to feel like they're supposed to have kids. Society pressures women to feel like they have to freeze their egg by 32 or there's no chance. And I say fuck all that. Yeah. I say it too. I won't be freezing. They're, they're just thawing out. So whatever happens will happen. <laughs> so go to the doctor and just go get a count. You can go no, You can go find out how many eggs you have. So you can yeah, I heard that. Of mine and not be stressed. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me get my you can count. Do that. Blood test. I feel like you don't stress me more. I don't need to count them eggs. Yeah, I'm just, it's in God's <laughs> hands. People, they need that. They need that. They need like, <gasps> you know, and if that gives you peace. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think you need, if you need, if that gives you peace, because I feel like it, it can happen. Like, sometimes you don't, things do happen, you don't. I have thought about that. I told you recently that, like, I'm over here, like, I have the luxury of having children, right? Like, I am healthy. I can, my body can carry a child. And I, sometimes I go back and forth between like, do I want to have more kids? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm cool. And then I one day I was like, what if I just didn't have the option? Like, mm-hmm. how would that make me feel? Like, just not having the option. Like, I just one day I go to try to have babies, and the doctor's like, too late. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you actually are that. You know, ten percent of women that can't have kids at thirty-two. You know. Yeah. And so it's just, I, I feel, I feel, I get the anxiety. 
Yeah. yeah. Rolling the mm-hmm. dice. We're rolling the dice. Yeah. Fuck it. So as moms who are dating, like when you're dating or thinking about who to date, do you think like, will this man be a good stepfather for my kids? Or are you thinking like, is this just a nigga that I like? This the nigga that I like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not all, not not together all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. first it's usually like, damn, this is yeah, fine. <laughs> and that's usually like, where it starts. And then and then you know they're like, huh, what if you have any fatherly skills? <laughs> I mean, Shit. Everyone's not supposed to stay forever. Yeah, and, true. You know, there's probably categorize. like a series of there's probably like ten questions I ask before I get to that question. Before you get to the father question or stepfather, yeah, like, do I like you? Do, is the dick good? Like, you know, what's you, your do you sign? cut your nails? What's your sign? Mm-hmm. You what's the relationship job? with your family? Do you have any other kids? What's your relationship what's your with your them? credit score? Yeah, what are your goals. Blah blah blah. And are you a good father? Mm. For my dog. Father. So, do you guys introduce your kids to your? your dating prospects or is it after you decide if I've gotten to the point where I felt like I wanted to know that question a little bit more like I've I've, I've introduced Irie to people that I'm dating I guess and spending time with but never in the fact never in with the intention of her like knowing that this is the person I'm dating unless that's what I want her to know Mm. you know like everyone's like this is my friend yes the mommy's friend this is Mr. Ray yeah but you can only do that uh, Luna said to me the other day, she's like, Uncle. Daddy has a lot of friends that are girls. Oh, shit. Huh. A lot of friends that are boys. And I was like, oh, <laughs> What's daddy doing? <laughs> like, Everyone can have whoever friends they want. Yeah. 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 But I once the kids that. get a certain age, like, you can't tell me that's your friend. I know y'all are in that room. Getting busy. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting freaky. Remember, right, 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 right. That's yeah. so um, funny. Every guy you date, you don't introduce to your kid. And, you know, sometimes it happens. Like, a lot of people have these rules that they set, like, I'll never introduce my kid to none of my niggas. And, like, guess what? It's just you're a mom 24-7. And so sometimes your kids will meet your niggas. Are they going to tell us, like, this is my boyfriend? Are you going to be affectionate in front of them? That's a whole different thing because, yeah. If this man is my boyfriend, then he definitely knows my daughter. Like, if you're my boyfriend, like you're, you've met my daughter, and like mm-hmm. she knows that. Well, there's only been one. I've only ever dated someone and like called them my man one time since Irie's been in existence. Mm. So, and that was, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Listen yeah. to the pod. It was a it was a good practice. Yeah, you know, yeah. I learned a lot from that situation. Good That's practice. good. Uh, also, we have daughters, and I've learned. I think that it's important for me for her to know that, like. I'm not going to just bring a nigga home and he can't be my husband. Like, he has to buy you candy. He has to take a salad. <laughs> he has to court us. And he, and he may not stay. Like, I don't want you to think, like, there's, Disney is real because it's not. You know, yeah. I'm not that you're going to meet every guy that I date. But I, I think that, like, even in that capacity to an age-appropriateness, like, I see her trying to milk niggas. Like, oh, let me ask him. Can you put me on your shoulders? <laughs> I'm like, yep, ask him for some more shit. Ask him for some money. that's so funny you know my mom was a single mom growing up and she dated and I feel like I always knew that she was dating it was never a secret like my mom wasn't like I'm not bringing no it it wasn't like the run in and out but when she was dating somebody like I knew they would come over sometimes they would hang out we would all go out together and I'm like okay you know so I I think it's kind of healthy to let your kids see how did that affect you do you feel like that negatively affected you 
I don't think so. My mom's always been a real one. She keep it like two Virgils from the top to the bottom. There's no <laughs> secrets. It's just like I'm dating. And my mom has always been a mom first, right? Like, like me first kind of mom. Like I'm going to put myself first and I'm going to take care of y'all. And you're always going to be taken care of. I know that sounds bad, but <laughs> the kind, like, okay, so self-fool, not selfish, right? That vibe. Like, I'm going to make sure that I'm good so that y'all can be good. It's not being selfish if I'm making sure that, you know, we're all taken care of. So my mom always made sure that, like, it's always been a respectful type of vibe, but I'm not over here not dating. Like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to be courted. If somebody comes over here to pick me up, it's always respectful. They might take us all out to dinner. So it was always that type of vibe. I knew when she was dating somebody and it was like, cool. I don't feel like I was ever negatively impacted. I'd just be like... That's my mama nigga at the, for right now. <laughs> Wonder how long he gonna stick around. Yeah, yeah, my mom has always been a dater to this day. Like, my mom's been married hella times, and that's just <laughs> the way she gets down. That's just the way she gets down, you know? And when she doesn't like something, she moves on. Like, she's quick to cut off what doesn't serve her to figure out what does. So, I'd be like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I like your mama. I like your mom, too. Like yeah, mom. I didn't give a fuck. She, she's <laughs> still figuring it out. Fine. She's still figuring out. Yeah. And I guess that's that testament, right? Like, she's not perfect. She's been mothering me and my sister for 30-something years. And she's still, at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of times what we forget is, like, moms are just people. Right. Moms are people, Parents, you know? Parents. It's really no different. You guys are no different than us. You just happen to have kids. So you're going through the exact same thing. You're figuring out, like, your dating life, who's going to be the person that you like find partnership with it's the same fucking thing and I feel like there's a lot of pressure on mom specifically to be like this perfect person yeah you know what I mean and it's just like not the vibe like dude I just happen to have a fucking little person here with me that's it yeah and it's impossible and like there's no way to just be how there's no like rule book or instruction mm -mm. manual for how to be the perfect parent and even if you think you're doing everything so perfectly once those kids grow up they'll be like you didn't do this for me yeah. like there's no fucking it's way. Always, there's, there's always there's always gonna be a resentment. It's like it's yeah, always, and it's gonna be the shit you didn't even expect. You're gonna be like, that's why. Yeah, right. I mean, like it's, it's <laughs> the same way as the mom who dedicates her entire existence to just being a mom, and like you abandon everything else, and you do yes. nothing else. And Jody goes to this at Jody. one and two and three and four, and this is what is happening. Like when Jody leaves, what happens? Yeah, like, who are you? Who like will you resent him? Yeah, there's, there's there's no there's no benefit in like ignoring yourself because you think that's what you're supposed because that's what society said you're supposed to be fucking Betty Crocker and this yeah. perfect you know this perfect human being it's just it, it serves nobody. I was and, just gonna say that then you have those moms who do the dedication and then the kids go off and then it's like now you have nothing you never invested in yourself and you're just sitting there looking crazy. Yeah, I know. Well, you could have been a hot bitch the whole time. Hot girl shit, period. <laughs> you feel me? Hot girl yeah. summer every year. You yes. could have been a hot, hot ass mom. The whole time. I yes. also feel like there are women, there's women exist that, you know, really just want to be moms. And that's okay too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I think for a long time I judged that woman too. I judged the woman who just literally her life's goal was just to be a mother. I was like, that's it, you know? That's but me. like, there's... You, that's your life that's goal? That's really what... That's no. really the... I'm the judger. All the other shit, you know, right? And I and I understand it. I can get. I understand that because we're like we're so we're so much we're so magical. We can do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All you chose, but really, you chose the hardest job of all. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Raising a child is is a job. We are often we are often told and given all these distractions, like you know, um, 
needing to make money and accomplish, you know, things that honestly don't really post three times on Instagram. It doesn't really (laughs) matter, you know? Like, civilization and community was really based in just, like, chilling with your people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's essentially what a stay-at-home mom wants to do is chill with her person. Mm -hmm. Um, That's true. So, I don't know, like, I think that there are, there's both, there's both sides of it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think as I'm getting okay, older, we then had, we had someone come on on the show named Daphne. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 go for it. She came on. She came on the show, um, and she has five kids. Um, and she, that's what she said. Karen. She's like, I. Why are you looking like that? Right. It's the, the five fuck? kids. The, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the five kids. <laughs> keep, keep in mind, she's done it like beautifully. They all speak French. They're all oh, from wow. college. They're supermodels. Like, okay. She's supreme mother. Okay. She literally, she cultured everyone and nurtured every single one differently. Individually. I love who that. They were. Yeah. You know, okay. Like, okay. We'll give her her flowers. Not. Yeah. Give her her that flowers. And when she put it that way, I was like, damn. And I know all her kids. And I was like, who did that shit? Okay. Now she's that's like, a parent. Happy. And now her kids are all gone and she has like a younger boyfriend and she's fucking great. Okay. Live your life, Miss Daphne. <laughs> shit. Turn up then. Queen. Yeah. I feel like I, <laughs> I didn't understand. Turn up the soft woman. Yeah. People hated that. Some people really hated that episode because I think society really does, you know, tell women we're supposed to get up and be mothers, entrepreneurs, fulfill our dreams. What mm-hmm. are your dreams? Tell me your dreams. Yeah. Do them. It can't just be this. It can't just be, you know, like. And she was just like, I don't care what society says. Mm. We have to be softer. <laughs> the woman is meant to be feminine and soft. I, I like need to that. talk to her because I'm not soft. I'm soft. I'm hard as fuck. With the light I like I like that piece, but I feel like for a long time, and it just be could could be because um, experience, right? And like, rel- what is that called? I want to say like I don't know if it. whatever the fuck it's called I don't know but I don't connect with it and for a long time I kind of judged my huh what resonate Resonate, period you got me resonate it didn't resonate with me motherhood right motherhood I did not understand it and my ex-best friend was a mom before (laughs) was a mom before I was, and I could not understand a young woman being like, fully engulfed, fuck it, and just diving head first. I was like, bitch, you're drowning. I wanted to like pull her up. I'm like, get up. You are fucking drowning in motherhood and wifehood. Get out of there. Who are you? Who the fuck are you? You know, and I feel like I judged. I judge that experience, not like being in it at all and not having any idea what it's like. And even like the person who feels like I'm just here to be a mom. I'm like, really? (laughs) You're just here to do that? I can't believe it. So, I mean, as I get older and as I um, become more open to hearing people's experiences, then I can say, okay, maybe maybe that is the kind of bitch you are. Maybe you did come here to be a mom. Yeah. And it's okay, you know, but as a young me 10 years ago, I could not understand it. I'm like, you want to do what? Get out. You're drowning. You don't really see. I'm like, here's the mirror. Look at what's going on. The get out experience. The get out. I'm like, get out. Maybe there was something attached to that too. Like you knew the situation wasn't right for her or also there is a selfishness that I experienced with my friends when I became pregnant. I felt like. I didn't get support and I was confused by that. And probably it was some of that, you know, like, yeah. like what the fuck is she doing? Why yeah. is she doing that? You know? And, and, and like there being a, like, then I'm like, I'm not invited to the 
brushes so, but, anymore. But, but there's I'm like, also damn, this, a bitch can't get an invite? But there's also this thing that happens when you become a mom or like you do like no one says it, but you feel paranoid. Like you're like, mm. are, are people judging me? Like if I do go oh, out, shit. like are people like, am I doing it? Like people are gonna say talk shit. Like oh, oh. I, I just had the baby, now I'm in Vegas. Like all these. <laughs> no, honestly, there's these things that you have you pre put on yourself that you assume that other people are thinking, and so sometimes like bitches be thinking like I've made it, I have a baby, we have a house, it's perfect, you know. Like, but I do think it's important to maintain self. Yeah. You know, like, who are you outside of a relationship with anyone? And that's like, what I feel was missing. Like, not a baby, not a nigga. Like, who are you? Yeah. Who do you, when, when your baby meets you, who are you? Are you a happy <laughs> version of yourself? Yeah. Honestly, like, you know who your mom is, Germany. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Like, and, and my mom did the opposite. Like, she kind of, like, drowned in my dad. And he's mm. very outgoing. But I saw her fucking drown and suffocate because she didn't take the time to figure out who she was she just did motherhood she just chased him and as a like a result i'm so like no the don't opposite a- don't ask me what we're doing here yeah we're fucking <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking and then you're leaving but that, that's all uh, we're doing <laughs> I, think, I think as you're saying that i'm thinking about myself and like i you know and i'm thinking about like your view on your friend right and like how you were like what the fuck are you doing and i'm thinking about how my friends may have viewed me because i I could only imagine because they would never tell me or those friends are not but my did friends you, anymore. Did, did you feel kind of when you first had Ivory that you had to be a certain way, of like course. different than your old self? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And do you, were, were yeah. you, but also <laughs> Erica, also did you completely kind of but isolate but yourself? Did, were you only a mom? Were you only this like dedicated baby mama or like whatever the partnership I was? I isolated Beyonce. myself at first. I mean, the first few months of motherhood is isolating on itself. Like you can't really do anything anyway. <laughs> you can't leave the house. Your pussy's right? on right. the floor. The baby okay, can't be exposed. You know what I'm saying? Babies but... like two, three. You know the vibes when they get like two, three and can like ask for milk on their own and shit like that. Request snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, go out, get out the house. No, yeah, no, sure. no. You have to get out the house. Even don't immediately yeah i mean honestly get back to life as soon as possible yeah like with your baby without your baby but like obviously the first few years is a lot with the baby that's the choice you made and that's what we're doing and your baby needs you you know yeah. things do shift but there is a shift that happens and it gets easier and it gets better and like the guilt is always there i'm not gonna front i don't know there's no cure for mom guilt in my opinion people try to say this is how the 10 steps for curing mom guilt it's <laughs> just not gonna happen it's like, bullshit it's permanent <laughs> Um, it's also, it's like, yeah, it's like what you get. It's like, the, you know, what is it like? What is, what is in the Bible? Like, <laughs> Ten Commandments? What? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, like, let me why would you even ask me that? You we know, all sound like know. atheists. I'm like, like uh, skip over the Bible talk. <laughs> <laughs> get out of there. Get out of there. Abort the Bible yeah, talk. Anyway, I don't know. Abort, 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 abort. Wrong done. show. It <laughs> <laughs> actually isn't the pod for that. Get out. Oh my god! Um, oh my god, you guys! For like the first year of our podcast, do you know that we were in the religious Christian section? No, y'all know? weren't. Lies! Hell no! How? There's no fucking way. We were in religion and spirituality on Apple Podcasts. I was like, what? for like a year. Okay, how did you? Okay, off air we'll talk about switching categories. Off yeah. air we'll talk about that because we have tea. Go ahead. So speaking about being judged, like you guys are mothers that that um smoke weed. What are Hell some no. yes? <laughs> what are some reactions you've received from your discussion of openly smoking marijuana 
on your podcast? Like, are they mostly negative? Are they positive? What are they like? Because Blunt Boy Mama said she got positive reactions across the board. And I'm like, really? Well, here's the thing. In the bio, niggas, it says <laughs> cannabis smoking moms. Right. So if you have a problem with it, you've come to the wrong page. You've come to the wrong podcast, dear. And like, <coughs> like we, we have cultivated a community of like, even if you don't smoke, we like, do what you do, I'll do what I do. We'll come together and love each other. You yeah. Know? Like, well, this is not like motherhood is hard already. So I'm not judging anyone for getting through it, however way she gets through it. As long as you're growing in it and you're doing your job, more power to you. Like, it's not popular to talk about it, but like, parents, moms need weed more than anyone. I highly recommend moms smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it way better. <laughs> <laughs> as I take a toke. Yeah. As she hits the joint. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, you know, we've really had not a lot of haters when it comes to, you know, sharing our position and you know posting us smoking on Instagram. Um, I'm sure it will come. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not like you know. We've been lucky we though. Ain't famous, you know. We'll, when we get more famous, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Which I'm shaking thinking about it. I'm like, if somebody um, tries to drag me. <laughs> <laughs> she always says well, that. I did. I did post something, and someone got like. There was a lot of comments. Remember when was one post, and it was like. Oh, you know what? I don't remember. We did do like a more mommy show of um, two white women. Mm. And we we talked about, we possibly talked about doing mushrooms, dating during quarantine, and they were not. They were (laughs) like, all they want to do is do drugs and neglect their kids. Fuck up, Sally. (laughs) Everybody's fine over here. Oh, my God. It's different. You know, black, black people, we hit different anyway. White people don't understand it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was our one insult we ever got? Like, I think you're cute. <laughs> what? We got, we got like one mean DM, and it was like, "You stupid head." Like, oh, we got to try way harder. So wait, as a black women, specifically black moms, what like adversity or negativity do you feel like you experience that isn't talked about frequently? Like, what do you feel like are your cons- you know what do people do to you? Say to you, Mila said. <laughs> I think there's um I think first of all there's a huge stigma about being a single black mom. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that like probably white moms don't experience the, as much anxiety. There's a huge stigma like nobody wants to be a baby mama. Yeah. Because I think like it's a stereotype in our community that like the fathers are not around or we have multiple children by multiple niggas and like nobody wants that. You know that's the biggest thing like just stay with me for, for the, so I won't be a single black mom. Yeah. But also I think it's just being black, being made in America comes with a lot of a lot of issues, a lot of trauma, and it's it's harder to be a more sexual, sexually liberated black woman. It's harder to be an open cannabis smoking black woman. Like you add being a black woman to the things that are already looked upon in a certain way, and it's 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 harder to swallow. Yeah, you know, like for sure, a, a white mom is like, yeah, we choked. You know, we took the pen and it's like, ah, or they're <laughs> hot pills or they, they're drinking wine and it's fine. Like, literally, you see it in our communities, like, white celebrities will overdose on heroin on Tuesday and next month they'll be fucking hosting the Grammys. Yeah. yeah our people get, our the people get dragged, but everyone deserves, like, to, to grow in whatever it is that they do. They you need, know, we deserve grace. Other, yeah, we do have grace and we do whatever we want anyway and we look good doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I love Mila. I yes, really do. You are so funny. So when you guys aren't feeling too hot, what are some things you do to like tap back into your sexy Mila? I you be the way you be dancing on the internet. I'm like Mila, Mila fucking yes. Once Mila's out in her with her hands over her titties show moving, I said out. once hands are over breast, I'm like Mila. Show <laughs> out. Not the, not the way I be dancing on the internet. I'm like Mila. Mila's like moving that little body, yaddy yaddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like Let okay. Let me do that and send a little video. <laughs> Shit. Send them, baby. <laughs> yeah. so, you know we solicit nudes. Come on. We love yes. it. Nudes. Actually, you know what? That's where you should start. Okay. <laughs> Sending yeah. our nudes. Yeah. Do y'all get some crazy ass yeah. nudes? Y'all get some real like yes. pussy yeah, lips? Yeah, I've gotten food times whole pussies. We're like, whoa, like, well, like oh, okay, pussy. Same <laughs> <laughs> morning, we, then we'd be like, bitch, we asked for it. I know. I'm like, damn, we did ask for this. We get penises. It's kind of uh, sometimes I'm like at the store, like, oh, wrong. We were just talking we're about like, the we art. We can't really solicit it anymore. Not solicit. We sound like yeah. Uh, we can't really. You can't uh, solicit naked because naked. Instagram is patrolling certain words. And oh, particularly on our account. and hating on us hard. Like, mm. We've been blocked from live multiple times. Damn, and, uh, Instagram for dumb shit, like crazy shit. I'm like, I didn't even do anything. What did, what did I do? Quit silencing no. black women. Right. We were just talking about the art of a, the perfect pussy photo. Before yeah. we got on air, it's like, don't have them lips just close. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like use a little fingers on top. You know, you yeah, know. Yes, yeah. it has to be wet. You know, a little v. Your, your nails have to be done. done. Yes, exactly. There's a certain thing to it. So what is what specifically do y'all do when you're not really feeling like hot moms? How do you tap back into your sexy? I am an avid naked dancer of my house. I that's my shit. Yeah, I like to dance like freely, breathe heavily. Like I like to dance in very little clothing in the mirror, mm -hmm. and uh, that's what makes me feel good and feel sexy and feel free. Um, I guess I, I like to dance naked in my house too. Um, but I think like little things like honestly like today I got my eyebrows done mm. and bitch you can tell me shit all day period like I got my eyebrows done and this little beard that's popping up yeah Wait, she texted me she's like by the way it was so random like work 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 I am um, I threaded my whole face <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Erica you are me I am you I be the same way as soon as I get something I be up in here in Brittany's apartment like she got what? her eyebrows done on Friday and she was like <laughs> Yeah, I'm like they look great. I'm like, you see, and my nails were done. I said, bitch, I was walking yeah, around her place know, like you had a trio. You were like, right? I was like, you, you see it. <laughs> I was doing the sneaky link like mm, 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 around her <laughs> and apartment, me, and and don't let me also have my hair done all at once, like, girl. That, that's, I'm just saying, like sometimes it's just like braids and that eyebrow wax will like it's a facelift. It's a facelift. Yeah, like, New levels. Yes. I immediately looked at myself. I was like, wow, you're five years younger. Yes, so yes. There's that. I also masturbation is a way that oh yes, feel sexy and um, yeah, I love masturbating. It's a big part of my life. Yes. <laughs> um, I highly recommend using it for manifestation, um, which is something me and Mila talk about a lot. Um, and it's just a really good way to connect back with yourself. And I think currently, because I'm not having sex too, like it's like been great it's the star of the show yeah <laughs> yeah because you're on your detox i've recently yeah. been getting into well not recently i've been into it for a year now avidly into masturbation the other day i masturbated three times I said, oh, wait hold up wait hey, <laughs> hey, 
what, I'm what, like, what, this. What, what kind of toy are you using over there? Tracy's dog. Tracy's dog. Um, what is it called? Wait, okay, the so Soul Sucker. Huh? Is that the one with like the thing and like the tap in? Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's it. Wait, that's what we use. It wasn't good. Is it good or is what? It it's good? great. That's next My level. Is- they, they, told, they told me the reviews were out of control, and then she got it. And she was like, eh. I was like, she hasn't quite figured out which setting because there's a setting for the clit and there's a setting for the in the actual the like spot. the G spot. Oh, so you have to. Separate. So it goes in. It goes it in. And then there's also, so there's the little piece that goes on your clit that suck, does a sucking motion. Mm-hmm. And then there's a piece that, that and then there's a piece that goes inside of your actual vagina and does the penetration. So they both have settings. So you might want the clit part to be sucking pretty fast while the, the G spot. The thing about that is that sometimes everyone's clit is higher and lower than others. And it's hard to match up exactly. Right? You probably got to pull that thing up, you know, like. Sometimes I just put the thing, I don't even do the both. I just put the little thing on top of the clit and say, let me get this. I ain't got time to be aligning. I don't have time to align. I just put it right on the spot and I say, well, shit, we're already here. <laughs> It's worth it to me. It's worth it to me. It's yeah. only like forty, forty-five dollars, so it's good. I I personally love it. I'll probably it's a staple use in my it tonight. <laughs> I will be. I will be. <laughs> also, I, I highly. I also have you ever used uh, masturbation like when you're like stressed out? Like has nothing to do with sex? Like you might yeah. just be having a bad day. Mm-hmm. You need to like. Uh-uh. I recommend doing that because it'll take. It helps, or like if I'm having anxiety, or I just need like to release, and sex is even like the last thing on my mind, I'll masturbate, and it's like a re- it's like a release. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I just immediately feel better. Like the shit might still be bothering me, but it's not as bad as before. It's like so, a sleep just, sleeping pill for me. <laughs> and the Nyquil, the Ambien. I'm like, let me go. I'm I'm I having some insomnia. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm knocked out with the thing, the little vibrators. <laughs> Every time she says that, I'm like, bitch, get up, wipe it off, put it up. It's falling asleep with it on the side of you like a nigga is just crazy That's to me. That's what I've done. It's, cra- night. it's crazy to me. So, Erica, <laughs> you mentioned you're not having sex That's right now. That's how She's crazy with that. I'm like, the little... Anyway, so you're not having sex right now. You're doing this whole dick detox. You've invited the community and Patreon to get involved. And you guys have been having like live chats about it. And you all have really built a community around your live shows and your live events. So, like, how important is community to you all? Like, the community that you've built specifically? It's everything. It's, like, it's the only reason we tell our business on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the shit. It's, it's, there's so much uh, strength in having a community and feeling comfortable to do this shit and just knowing that you have people that are going through the same shit. So many times, like, I'm glued to my DMs, like, having private conversations with people I've never met in countries I've never been. Like, I have friends, deep friends, and they're sharing all my deepest, like, oh, my God, you're going through this, too. And just even being able to cultivate other women and moms because we knew, we know how it felt to not have someone else who understood us. You know, like, just like, damn, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and being able to admit that to somebody. And so it's the most important thing to us. Yeah. We love that. So can you all let her, this has been a beautiful conversation. It has Heard been. The usual It's always good catching up with you guys mm-hmm. and we love you guys. Can you let our listeners know you. where they can find you all on socials and your podcast? Y'all are high. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get 
trying to no, hold the, for the, the plane. The plane. Did you oh, the plane? I'm like tapping. <laughs> no, no. Um, we are good moms, bad choices across all platforms on Instagram. Good moms underscore bad choices. Um, come check us out on Patreon. We have secret episodes and even more of our business. Um, but you can't search us. You have to put patreon.com backslash good moms, bad choices because we're explicit and shit. <laughs> and yeah. No, we don't have an OnlyFans. But we maybe we should. I think we should. We do have a website, goodmomsbadchoices.com, <laughs> where we have a lot of cool merch. Yeah. Yes. And the new merch just dropped super cool pieces. So cute. So a lot cute. of fun stuff. Thank you. Yes. Your yes. merch is dope. I love your merch. <sighs> Thank you. Colors. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Yes. And I have to get a shirt. You, we have something coming for yeah. y'all. Don't worry. Yes. Y'all are on our list. Your merch makes you want to come over. Like, I know your house is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Mila, you are funny as fuck, dog. <laughs> this girl. We're going to cut it here yeah. so we can talk off air. Thank y'all so much for coming on. You're literally one of our, uh, two of our favorite moms to talk yes. with. So it's only right that we end our Moms Making It Happen series with y'all. So thank mm -hmm. y'all so much. We love you a lot. Yes. Thank you. We love you. Thank you for having us. Yes. <laughs>